This is a podcast Spaghetti. where we raise pet crabs. At least Kjorg does. I would like a crab. Uh, I was going to say, uh, in, uh, by we, you mean Kjorg. Because Paul is not going to eliminate the crab. What do you mean, I'm not? We will protect the crab at all costs. Oh, sure, yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely would never... There is a new side quest to protect like... the crabs from every harm. I wouldn't Ow, do that. My beard I'm is like stuck Nanny McFlee over here. There were actually take some, care of that crab. There were actually some special rewards if you'd managed to save all the crabs, but you actually let one of them die, so... <laughs> Oops. everyone and welcome. welcome hello to make believe heroes an actual play fifth edition dungeons and dragons adventure <laughs> my name is paul i am your dungeon master tonight we are going to uh play some dungeons and dragons but before we do let's go around and uh <laughs> say who else here hi hi and hello. welcome to a Dungeons and Dragons uh, podcast. Thank you. <laughs> Make believe heroes. Thank you, Timothy. I'm Paul. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, your host. What's your name? Tell us who you are, Jeffrey. <laughs> I'm Jeffrey, and I play Kjord. Hey, I'm Felicia, and I play Mulgert Stonefire. Mulgert. I'm Ezra, and I play Claren. Clarendry. I forgot his name for a second. Claren. Claren. I'm Timothy, and I play Zach, who plays Chris. We're all Timothy. <laughs> What's your middle name, Zach? We're all Timothy it's Nicole, today. isn't it? What? Zachariah His Gregory. Zachary Zachary Gregory. Yeah, my middle name is Gregory. It could be worse. <laughs> and we are going to play some Dungeons and Dragons. But before we do, give you a couple things up front, first of all. The orange trick on Kelly's room. I know that all of you out there who love us would like to help us out. There's a couple ways you can do that. First of all, give us a you can leave review. us a five-star review. Just mm-hmm. like Granny Griffin. Hey, Granny. Whose review Paul is going to read right now. Who left us a five-star review. Who, 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 who? I'm going to read this review from Granny Griffin. Right now, this review is titled Amazing Show. Amazing Two exclamation show. points. That's so it's amazing. actually more like Amazing Show. Show amazing. Poco Loco told me that she didn't like <laughs> D&D anymore. Oh. Then she found this podcast. Now she is DMing games, hmm. getting on to me for not listening to every character backstory episode. And she's right, Granny Griffin. Listen to all the episodes. Yeah. Where was I going with this? Oh, this show is excellent. Phenomenal storytelling and hilarious RP interactions. The sibling dynamics between the players is extremely relatable. And the, or- the orange Drake on Kelly. <laughs> and the orange Drake on Kelly is 100% real. Yes. And then she says strawberry jam and there's a strawberry emoji. Oh, my gosh. Is that? Is that talking about uh, my character? What 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 was her name? The jelly character yeah, from the game we all did in Discord yeah. for five minutes. Yeah, yeah. She was maybe. a saleswoman. Maybe that's. I hate that so much. <laughs> I hate it with all of my being. Thank you, Granny Griffin. Also, for those who are seeking some context, <laughs> thank you. I know we've given a shout out before. I think for Poco Local. Uh, These are the Zwemkis we mentioned occasionally. It's a family who have slowly been taking over the... uh, They took in over. They took over. They have slowly (laughs) been taking over the Discord. Uh, But thank you so much, Granny Griffin, for your review. And also, if you want to support us, you can do that at patreon.com slash makebelieveheroes. Support us at any tier. We'll give you a shout-out. We're going to give a shout-out right now to... Ready? (gasps) Granny Griffin. Granny Griffin! (laughs) And I'll tell you what's funny about that is when I had this review queued up, I had no idea that she was next in queue for the shout-out. It must have been fake. This is a very 
Granny Griffin centric episode. Thank you for your We're support. We're going to name this episode Granny Griffin. You are the wind beneath our wings. You are our own grandma. And, uh, <laughs> And now we're going to... I'll gonna, make sure this episode gets names Granny Griffin. It's definitely not going to be called Granny Griffin. <laughs> Granny Griffin. It will Don't be, be fake, I promise. Paul. This episode definitely won't be called Granny Griffin. And now I'm going to roll the giant... The, the D20 is going to be a 12? I'm going to roll a giant blue D20, and I hope it's a 20. I say it's a 7. <laughs> Dude, oh! it rocked on a 20. It rocked. At, it, rolled at, it rolled out of my... I spiked. Um, I'm sorry. Thing. It's okay. And it Y'all rocked on a 20. It, it said 20, and then like... Turned and flopped, and it is, however, a nineteen. A nineteen. A 19. That's Dang. not good. That is You're not good. You're dead, sir. Let's talk about what happened last time on Make Believe Heroes. We all drowned to death. Last time, the party battled against the stone sentinels they had awoken near the ruins on the strange island. Weak. After defeating these magical mechanisms, they stumbled upon a hidden path behind some nearby rubble. Secret tunnel. Descending into the dark tunnel, Kjorg and Claren were suddenly taken by an overwhelming compulsion to rush deeper into the passageway, deeper into the earth beneath them. Then suddenly, they were accosted by living vines, along with a vine-made humanoid of sorts. The vines were no match for them, but as the vine which was destroyed, Chris also felt that overwhelming compulsion to go forward. The only one spared was Mogert, and she was not happy about it. Nope. Yogurt. <laughs> nope. After traveling for an unknown length of time, the tunnel finally ended in a wall of water held to the ceiling by an unnatural force. With no other way forward, the group took a deep breath and plunged forward into the water, swimming as far as they could. Not looking back. I almost died. And as the seconds ticked by with no exit in sight, suddenly Claren reached the end of his wit and lost control of his faculties. He took a deep, choking breath of water, but to their shock, this water could be breathed like air. Swimming forward and upward, they crested the top of a cavernous lake deep inside the mysterious island. Looking around you all, you see the walls and the ceiling of this enormous cavern. As I told you last time, they are glittering with the shine of crystals and gems and glass and other things. The ceiling and the walls, they glimmer and shine in the light. And, and you notice that while there's no light in this room, like I said before, it seems to have the same sort of odd twilight glow that... You saw, you noticed outside with no sunlight and the, the moving stars overhead. This room, in a way, kind of mimics that view with the crystally shining, glittering ceiling and walls and all of that good stuff. Before you, across the crystal clear water, is an island, a small island. It's, you know, maybe a hundred feet across. Uh, it's somewhat circular, but you can't really tell because you can't see all of it from where you are. And it is covered and coated with stuff, just things. There are all kinds of, it's kind of hard to tell from here, but you see like trinkets and baubles and, and what looks like furniture and, and like just all kinds of crazy stuff just stacked all over it. It's kind of a mess. What do you do? Ooh. You're all treading water. Treading. Wait, treading. Y'all can all swim, right? Everybody treading. Get, who's got heavy armor on? You got heavy uh, armor on, don't you? I'm okay. just heavy. Treading. I'm not, I mean, your, your strength is pretty outrageous, though. I'm going to say you can swim up. Awesome. So I would want to mm -hmm. like look around, see yep. what we're dealing with. You see what I just described. 
Wow, that was weird. We almost drowned to death, except we were breathing water. Chris is fully aware you can breathe under the water, but he's sitting there floating, pretending to be dead. Chris is oh dead! Chris! CPR! Chris! Chris. This is Give weird. me mouth-to-mouth clattering. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, that that was that was rough. Is this an upside-down uh, dragon treasure cove cave? This is very weird. A what? I don't know if we should talk very loud. There's Why? Me. Echo! Do we see a Morkoth? Well... I see an island. We're going the right way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mogert. Okay, if we're in the water. We're in the water and out of the water. We want to get up. You want to get like, over to the island? See. I want. I wanted to see if I could see anything that might... Have tentacles. Feel like there's something here. or I mean, I want to look for the Morkoth. But, like, is there any other creatures around? So or you, anything? You, you're going to have to get onto the island. Or near it. Might I rule an investigation on this island? And everybody, and, and anybody who wants to, who is going to go to the island, can roll an investigation check to see. I will be one of them. Okay. I climb the island and sniff it. Seventeen. I got a plus one. Uh, instant base investigation yeah. or perception? Investigation. Five minus one is four. A five is sure. better than. Wow. Two. She got a two. Ah, okay. Can you slide it because I'm stealing stuff? No. I mean, if you're trying to steal something here in a minute, then maybe. But right now, you don't know what's there. Not yet. Let's I, kill the thing first. I'm just going to grab stuff. So you all climb up onto the, um, you, you know, out of the water onto the island. And it is, it's dirt, like mud, but like really smooth. And it quick, it's mingled with, with rocks, but like nice rocks, like cobblestone rocks. Okay. There's obviously dirt, but the ground is like one giant cobblestone Mount, layer, yeah, like a mount. So it's nice. Very yeah. nice. So you get up here, and you, 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 the water—it's—it's—you're you, drying off a little bit, and you're looking around. And it's like I said before, you see a lot of things. And now that you're up here close by, uh, you see a lot of things. And there are some pathways going through it uh, that you can walk along. And it's not just piles and piles of of junk. It's kind of like separated, like there's quadrants of stuff. It is very messy, but it's the kind of messy where you feel like it's like every. Dad's outbuilding. It's exactly right. An organized mess. You walk around mess. and you're like, what is this mess? That's right, an organized mess, but you don't know where anything is. But you see some things. You guys are looking around. And- but the Morkoth knows where every, every bit of it is. Exactly. Why does it not have it on its back? Is it wear like different wigs? It does. <laughs> it does. <laughs> As in, we're on top of it. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of stuff here. A lot of stuff. Like, I said, I said it was at least 100 feet <clears throat> wide, but... Are you saying <clears throat> that it's under us right <clears throat> now? <laughs> I'd rather be that, shiny. I said that it's 100 feet wide, but it's actually, now that you're up here, you can tell it actually does go a little further than that. Uh, real quickly, just a quick investigation. You're all looking, and it, it kind of just looks like junk to you. It literally looks like old furniture and rocks and, like, trinkets and toys stacked on top of them. You see, like, some armor, like old rusted armor and, like, Stuff that, that to you, Kjorg, Mogert, Claren, seems to have little or no value. Just junk. All right. Chris, you are looking, and you actually come upon a spot where you find what looks like a big, nice, fancy armoire. You know what an armoire is. It's kind of like a, it's a door. It's like a dresser, but it's got doors instead of wow. drawers. It's got doors instead of drawers. And Chris, what do you do when you find the nice-looking, fancy armoire? I Find open it. it. Oh, no. Hey, go ahead. I'm going to have that? you roll for me <laughs> you a that? dexterity saving throw. Just kidding. Not that. 
Um, I'm because gonna have. I like making mistakes. I'm gonna have you roll for me. This is D and D world. A D one hundred. It could be a mimic. It could be a kill you. Yeah, I got a ninety. Did you roll on D and D Beyond? I did. Wow, armoires. That gone, boy. Um, you get. He got a golden chicken. The wand of wonders. Wouldn't that be crazy? Two point He's got a uh, uh, a bag of holding. Hold on, I will. I'm gonna roll this for you. Roll them. That's ten. You open it up, and there are uh, some drawers. Walls. And you uh, pull back Chester's one of the drawers, drawers, and you find ten assorted gems inside. Ooh. Ten gem little carts. Ten assorted Allens. And you, you're an intelligent fella. They are pure diamond. Ooh. Oh. Noise. They're all diamond. You don't know how much they're worth. But at least a million. It's a lot of gold. So, anyway, there are what? ten of those. You now said I need ten to roll. Yeah, ten of them. I need to roll me a d4. That's how much damage you take. You don't know how much they're worth, but if you're going to take those gems, four. are you kidding me? You rolled He's a four. He's not kidding. It's right there. Check D and D Beyond. It's on there. Okay, roll me four D100s. Holy, oh my poopy god, manoopies. Well, that's what we get for rolling well, a graph well, roll. Chris the is a nice guy. Thing. Chris is not going to keep all this for himself. Four magic oh diamonds. Gosh. 74. All right, 74. 40. Uh-huh. 7. 58. That's a pretty uh, well-assorted roll. I have it made is. a mistake. Why? Oh. <laughs> what did I get? Oh, no. First thing that you find is there's like a larger drawer. You pull it back, and there is this really fancy-looking silver helmet. It's like covered in little gems and, and crystals all over it. And it's like a armored helmet with these like silver wing things come back on the head. It's beautiful and obviously looks to be very valuable. Thanks to Jeffrey, I'm just picturing little gem faces <laughs> all over it. There, uh, you pull back another one and there is a belt inside of it. You pull it out and it is a, it's a leather belt, but it's got runes engraved all over it. it just at a quick glance, it doesn't seem to be very special, but it's a leather belt with runes all over it. It's special. Okay. Then you open another, you open like a little, there's like a little compartment on the right side of one of the doors you open and, and you pull it back and there's this orange and black staff. It's got like what looked like the emblem of flames engraved all the way around it. And it is warm to the touch. Hot. That's all this fire. Hot, you might say. And then you find a weapon. You did that weapon. on purpose. It just looks like a very nice, very well-made longsword. Very nice. That at the touch you feel has some slight but not overly incredible magical prowess built into it. So you find these things while this is going on. Kjork. Kjork. You guys are looking around. You, you find some junk. I love it. Chris is over there pulling tin diamonds out of a drawer. <laughs> Hopefully letting some of y'all know. I mean, y'all are all by Chris. You know, I mean, you can all be with him. He didn't, like, sneak Mogert off. You can all see rock. the same things he's finding. If you want, you can be there beside him. Look at this rock I Kjork. just found. Look at this rock. <laughs> Kjork, you hear a voice in your head. Oh, gosh. Hello there. Kjork. Kjork. General Kenobi. I shouldn't, I shouldn't be, be doing this, but I just wanted you to know. One of the teams has already returned. Oh, no. It's definitely Nelly. You shouldn't be doing this. Hope you're okay. Hurry. Oh, that's a good one. Cheater. Well, I mean, you know. <laughs> one word back. Cheater. <laughs> Is that what you say? You, you can respond. That's what I said. You got 25. Okay, you say cheater and you don't you don't hear anything else. <laughs> or she doesn't say something else. But 
you know now you, there is at least one other team that has returned. We need to hurry. Why do you say that? Someone informed me that someone has already completed their tasks. <sighs> That's not good. I need to know who is by Chris and who is elsewhere. Like, Kjorg, I know you were looking over here. Mogret, you found a rock. What's yeah. Claren doing? I would be beside Chris. Probably. Okay, so Claren's with Chris. Uh, Claren, you see Chris finding all this stuff. And it's yeah, like, dude. whoa, this is some really cool stuff. Claren, do you tell the others about the stuff? No, nah, yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> um, it's definitely more than Chris can carry. Dude, what's up with all the stuff, man? I don't know. It's just sitting here. Stuff? Free for the taking, eh? What kind of stuff? Kjorg, Mogert, come here. I need help. Check this out. I'm going to run over with my rock. Let me see the stuff. No, but look at this rock I found. Don't break it. Ooh, that's a nice rock. <laughs> I know. I just picked... You think it's a rock phone? Don't... Uh, uh, Chris, you found a lot of stuff. So, I have no idea what any of these things are. No, but you know that that staff is obviously magical. Mm. Yes. You know that the sword has some sort of magical properties. How big's the helmet? You know that they all have magical properties. Like, you can sense magical properties in all of it, but you would need to spend some time. Trying to decide what to give to who. The helmet's <laughs> okay. really pretty. Well, uh, you need I'm to... keeping the staff, obviously. Okay, you're going to hold on to the staff? Yeah, I'd probably give Claren proficient with long swords. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm swords and everything. Uh, I'll have to look at that. He may not be. But if he's not and you want to give to Claren, we can retroactively make it a short sword. Okay, then we will do that. Okay, so it's a short sword, so you yes. give that to Claren. Yes. Kjorg, here is a helmet. Yes. Give him the helmet. Yeah. Does it fit? It does. It's a perfect fit. I wear the helmet. And then Mogur is going to get the leather belt with the runes on it. I figured it matches her arms, so. It is leather. Cool, thanks. She's all runed out now. Rune. So I, w Rune. I will just tell y'all straight up, any of these things, they are going to require, like, attunement. So you may not be able to use them now, but you have them. But they look nice. And you also have no idea what any of them do. Let's fly. I say as I touch the wings on my helmet. Do you want to put the... Uh, oh my gosh, what? you gave cure. Do you want to find these gems? <laughs> what is the... Do you I'm want to put you these right gems and no, stuff? Hold on, I'll tell you right now. Uh, the gems I'll probably just put in my bag or something. Are they too heavy? Oh my... No, they're they're diamonds. That they're... is the first thing he found, so he might have, you know, slipped those in his pocket before. Yeah, they would probably already be put away. Those diamonds are probably the size of a... The size of my giant blue D20. It's a diamond this big. Okay. That's a big old diamond. My dudes, you don't know how much they're worth, but I will tell you. That's a lot of money. We've never seen that much money in our lives in D&D world. My characters always end up with like 10 gold at the end of the season. <laughs> Claren, mm -hmm. you've got the short sword. You guys are, you found these things. Now what do you do? Huh. All I've right. been needing a new weapon. Thanks, Chris. I believe we need to hurry. Yeah, didn't you say someone came back? I think that... People have already finished. Probably. I feel like we've been here a long time. Yes. How how do you suppose we find this thing? This would be its lair, right? Come out, you Morkoths. You smell like poop. I heard Morkoths were babies. And you eat poop. I heard you wasn't very smart. <laughs> That's what the tree said. <laughs> the tree um. said. <laughs> Are there any Morkoths here? So, okay. according to the rocks and stuff, like, would Mogret see any rocks that might seem out of the ordinary, like, maybe that's... I know you said cobblestone, but is there any, like, structure or something that might look like it's not firm or no, not where that you it's are. underground? Where you are, it is cobblestone paths and piles of stuff. 
You can roll me another investigation check. A father. If that's going to be how the night's going to go. It's okay. Really Everybody, does anybody else want to make an investigation check or just Mogert? I can do one if... I would not I do can. that. You don't need to do it, Chris. I'm screaming okay. at the top of you've, my you've lungs. You've done enough. I Mogert, was looking for rocks. You're looking though. for rocks. That's good. I can, I can work with that. You wander off just a bit, just up ahead. There's a little turn, and the, the path kind of splits into a circle, and you're looking for things on the ground or maybe some fixture or something. You see something up ahead, and it looks like a piece of stone, uh, but it is like a solid black obsidian-looking stone. And actually, you go up to it, and you can see that it's like there's like a pile of things, like there's a piece of a chair, like here, and then there's the stone beside it, and it's kind of like behind the chair, like on the ground, and the chair's kind of like turned on its back. And there's a few other things, just like everywhere else. But you go up to the stone, and it looks like a black obsidian stone, and it's about the size of, uh, I don't know, a watermelon. And it definitely sticks out watermelon. from the others. Can I pick it up or anything or yeah, hit on go, it? You or? can go over to it. You want to pick it up? Sure. Try to pick it up. You go over to it. You, you bend over, and you, you grab it, and you pull it, and it doesn't move. It's weird. I don't think I've ever seen stone. Have I seen stone like this? Uh, have you seen a stone like this? Um, I mean, I'm in the dry lines. I feel like no. You're not sure? It looks like it's like a very, very, very pure, almost reflective. It's so clean. You know what I'm saying? Like black stone, huge black obsidian stone. You do anything else to it? If I can't pick it up or move it or budge it or anything. Well, I mean, you can try again. Try a crowbar. Roll me a strength check. To try and pull it off. 16 plus... Plus your strength is a plus 4. Plus 4. So that's a Nine. dirty 20. 20. Yeah. Oh! So you, gra- you grab it and you're like, you put your foot against the, uh, the cobblestone um, near it and you're, you're like trying to pull and pull and pull. And uh, it moves. Oh! Ha ha! It moves. As it moves towards you, you realize it has not come loose, but like the ground moves. She's, she, oh no! And just... the chair moves, and it rises up from the ground, and then shifts, and it like rolls over. And when it does, there is a big yellow eye. Oh boy! Looking right at you. So I would still be pulling it. Well, it yanks it out of your hand. Do you hold <gasps> onto it and drag over with it, or do you let go when uh, it turns? Sh- it like rolls over, like away from you. I would try to hold onto it. Uh, I'm gonna need a, uh, another one. I guess. 17 plus 4. I mean, you can hold so on to 21. it. 21. You don't see the eye. You just are now Yeah, I did dangling. not see the eye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just pulling on this thing. But this thing, oh boy. it rolls over, and now you're like up on top of this mound, and it is moving and shifting. Amazing. Make me a dexterity saving throw. Oh, okay. A 5 plus, I don't know. Plus 2. Bad. So it's a 7. 7. Uh, you feel something. Ugh. Why you got to creep me out? Slither up around your legs. And then around your waist, and then yank you free from the stone. And it is now holding you upside down in front of its big yellow eye. Poke it in the eye, Mogert. You hear a voice in your head, and it says, What is it? No, is that your voice? <laughs> what is it, my sweet? Oh. Are you talking about the rock? You see, the big eye blinks, and it says, have you come to join my collection? Uh, no. What are the rest of y'all doing? Do we see this happening? 
This thing is Obviously. now risen up somewhat out of the ground. You heard it moving. And you look over, any of you who looks over who has eyes, can see Mogert dangling upside down by a tentacle. I feel like I should just say like this. Or I something. go chop the tentacle. You're going to run toward it? Yep. Okay, let's roll initiatives then. Oh, do, you, do you say anything or do crap. anything, or do you just kind of run up? It's the people's champion! Amazing. And then you run up. Uh, yes. Morgan Stonefire! I got an 8. I got a 22 on initiative. I'm just holding the sword I just got, and I look up, and I'm like, oh, I guess it's time to use this thing. Okay, so no talking. That's up. Just fighting slappy, slappy, stabby, stabby, slashy, slashy. 16. I got a... I got a 9. 9? 9. I'm hanging from this thing's tentacle. Chris. Me. You are around 35 feet away from it, and you look up as Kjorg yells, the people's champion, and charges forward, and you see that there is this thing holding up Mogert with its tentacle. What do you do? I'm upside down. She's upside down. <laughs> Put her down, and I'm going to throw a third-level chromatic orb at it. Oh, no. Okay. 17. You launch what kind of an orb is it? Probably going to go lightning. Okay, good, cho- good choice. Lightning. You launch a ball of glowing lightning energy at it, and right before it gets to it, uh, you see one of the tentacles kind of wave, and then a magical shield appears in front of it, a force field, Holy and it bounces fluid. off of it. Oh, no. That's not good, sir. That's going to be aggravating. Poke his eyeball out. Chris, you hear a voice in your mind. Mm, interesting. I'd like to add you to my collection as well. Do you anything else? Poops his pants. No. Chris gets mad. <laughs> Chris is mad. Okay. He's going to go then. It's his turn. Let's he rolled good on initiative, did. boss. He uses a special move. He kills us all in one Rap. swell. Swan, and swell, toxic. Swell. And this is first gen Pokemon. As it's his turn, you see him shift and move, and he literally, like, rolls over Mogert. He's got you by one of his tentacles holding you up to the side, and he stands up on his other tentacles, and these two, like, sharp-looking ones come out from under his big, flabby neck. And now you guys can see, he's like this purple-skinned squid thing. He's got a beak on the front like a squid would with big, giant yellow eyes. His skin is very wrinkly and gross-looking, but all over his head and his back, you can't see how big his actual body is because it is covered in stuff, chairs and rocks, and there are, like, weapons, swords. You see some chain mail strapped to one side. There's just all kinds of junk literally stuck to his body almost like a shell, and he says, Not very nice, are you all? And uh, you hear, like, this clicking sound. And everything goes pitch black. Magic darkness. As he casts darkness uh, in about a 30-foot diameter, uh, right where you guys are. I have dark vision. A creature with dark vision cannot see through this darkness, and non-magical light cannot illuminate it. So none of you can see right now. What about me? Is darkness a spell? Yes. Because he's You can see. Yeah, it's not engulfing him. Uh, It is a spell. Yeah, it's a spell. So could I counterspell? That's a good question because he's not cat. Let me let me look at the notes here. He is casting a spell. Let me look at counterspell real quick and see how it counterspells y'all. Does it have to be something that's like against you, or can it be just something? No, it's just a creature in the process of casting. Casting a spell. Casting a spell third level or lower. Spell fails and has no effect. What level? It's a second level spell. 
Wow. <laughs> so if you want to, yes. Okay. I'm going to say that you could do that. I would probably counterspell um, because he just counterspelled my spell. And I would look at him and go, two can play at that game. Ah, so you're a blue magic player. You hear this weird, like... <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. <laughs> and, uh... He jumps. Oh. Squid I'm, jump? Y'all, I am having the ride of my life right now, y'all. I'm flying through the air. <laughs> he jumps high up in the air. Like 30 feet up. I'm in the air. And he casts lightning bolt at you. Hey, you just hear Moger in the back, like... Okay. But it's not exactly the sort of lightning bolt you're used to seeing. Dexterity saving throw. 14. That is a miss, unfortunately. Ha! And then we have, as the lightning hits you, three more lightning sparks out from you. Oh, my. In a spray. Oh, I thought you said his attack missed. Oops. And then I need Kjorg and Claren to do the same thing. Dexterity saving throws. 19. Okay, a 19 is a success. And then Claren is rolling. Claren <laughs> rolled a 19 as well. Good so everybody job, but Chris yeah. saves, which is good, because I got to decide right now whether to pull any of this. Y'all want me to pull a little bit of this punch or just let it happen? Uh, do what you want to do. Hit me. Look, this is a big bad boss, okay? He, I mean, I'm in the air right now. <laughs> he's here to play. Let's, uh, let's do it. He's going to... Oh, oh no. my... How? Uh, 45 lightning damage. Tis only a flesh wound. 45. Claren and Kjorg take half of that. So, 22. No, 23, sorry. 23. <laughs> you just dropped me. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> oh, no, thank God. I was afraid I was going to. Like, I was no, genuinely like, holy crap. You, you dropped me to 22. You also got potions, right? A few potions? Yeah. So. Uh, I, I got so. four assists. I don't remember how many. I have four greater healing. Okay, I have five greater, one superior. Yeah, that that is going to be it for his turn. Oof. Thank goodness. If he's doing that every turn, we're going to be. This thing is rough, y'all. He jumped up really high, blasted. <laughs> Mogret throws and then, up. And then <laughs> comes back down with a loud foam onto the ground. <laughs> <laughs> and now whose turn is it? Mine. Clarence's turn. Clarence. Awesome. Your turn. Is he like swinging me around, or am I just? He's just holding there? you right now. This is great. Yeah, he's not. He's not swinging. He does have you grappled. You're restrained. And I'll tell you what that means on your turn if you need to. Fan art of this would be hilarious. So, I'm gonna get hit and be like, oh, ow! I don't know if I like this guy. I'm gonna run full blast at it, mm-hmm. and I'm going to grab the uh-huh. necklace at the same time. How, what do I do? Just grab it. You just you, you just, just hold, hold it. it. Uh, I, I, I don't remember. It. Yeah, I think maybe you you can activate it. You just touch it. Whisper sweet nothings. Yep. Awesome. When you grab the necklace and activate it, there's like a astral armor that covers your body for a moment, and then you gain some temporary hit points. Ooh. How many? How many does he get? It's eleven temporary hit. Eleven. Points. I was right. I'm going to jump. Really tough. Come down on this Joker with a long sword. Okay, you gain 11 temporary hit points. Now run, do a jumping slashy slash. Do I get a uh, sneak attack, too? You are sneak attacking. You don't have advantage, but you have to hit him, too. And I will tell you, his armor class right now is pretty high. The six on the die. So you come at him with your short sword, and unfortunately, it is a miss. He just, he actually kind of shifts to the side when you go to attack him, and you hear that. <laughs> is that I guess that's the end of your turn. Because you don't have any bonus action to do. 
Mogert, it's your turn. You are currently restrained, and um, being restrained simply means your speed is a zero. Attack rolls against you have advantage, and your attack rolls have disadvantage. And you have disadvantage on dexterity saving throws. Now, you can make a check to try and break free from this restrain. Okay. It uses my action. It would take your action, yes. Or you can attack with disadvantage. Okay. You can try to attack well, twice with disadvantage. Yes. So I'm going to rage. Okay. Bonus action, rage. Yes. All right. Raji. I'm going to say, let's rock. Okay. And the turtle rock goes in my hand, and I'm going to try to two-hand hit it twice. Okay. So you said disadvantage. Disadvantage both times. Disadvantage both times. Yeah. So that's first roll. I got a nine and a 18. Okay. Oh. And your bonus is? Plus nine with Turtle Rock. Plus nine. Plus, so eight plus so, nine is 17? Yeah. Yeah, that's a miss, unfortunately. Dude. So that's a first throw. It bounces off of that uh, shield, that force field. Okay. Then the second one. Mm-hmm. That was a net 20 and a two. Oh, man. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's pain. Dang. Another one bounces off, and now he turns his big eye to you. I should have just talked to him. I can use a spirit shield. Shield. So, just because I'm okay. raging. Now that you're raging, you will be able to use that. Yes. Gotcha. See him your turn? Uh, yeah, I can't do Georg, that. Georg, it's your turn. Ah! Use like all 17 of your arms. Georg. I hear a werewolf's really like sushi. Georg puts his hands on the wings on his new uh-huh. helmet. Oh my goodness. He looked gracious. it up, didn't he? No, I have no idea what it is. It doesn't matter. He's He's got to be attuned to it for his. Oh, to okay. Work. Go ahead. And I say, it's time to fly. And I throw my arms out, and I'm skipping, trying to jump and like flapping my arms. Are you trying to figure I out run, what this helmet does? As I run okay. towards it. Okay, you're doing that. You're definitely not flying. There's no flight occurring. But I mean, you look kind of weird. Yeah. So as I get closer, then I just pull out the Mesa Smiley. Okay. Smiting. And I want to. You said he's on the ground. He is, yeah. He's back on the ground. How close was I when I started running? You were right within 30 feet. Why do you ask? I'll just run to him mm-hmm. and smack him wherever I can with the Mace of Smiley. Okay. Roll it. 24. That'll hit. Oh, First hit needed, of the night. We needed something. 11 damage. Okay. And that is a magic weapon, correct? Yes. Right. <sighs> He takes 11 damage. Kiss my grits, big boy. He kind of twists in the air, so as one of his big yellow eyes looks down at you, and he says, Oh, you look interesting. Would you like to join my collection? This guy's creepy. Collect this! As I swing my Mesa Smarting. It's like 27. Oh, oh my man! Yes. Nice! That is a hit. And that's... 11 damage. Another 11. Very nice. Okay. Twice times 11s. That's going to be it for me. Okay, that's the end of your turn. It stings. Huh? (laughs) It stings. That's what it said. Chris, it is your turn. Okay. Oh, by the way, you all noticed that your badges are definitely glowing. So the Morkoth was very kind coming down to the ground last round, but I don't know if he'll do it again. Okay. Uh, Are Claren and Kjorg next to each other? Because they both ran up on him. You mean probably. 
Yeah. I would like to run up behind them okay. and go, Cured, it's time to fly. Ooh. And I'm going to cast a fourth level fly on Cured and Claren. Holy poopers. Oh my goodness. Oh, yeah. oh my two gosh. People? That's so we can always be up in his biz, right? You can cast it on two people? Uh, at a fourth level spell slot, I can cast it on two people. Aha, uh-huh, okay. You cast fly, and guys, basically, you can fly uh, 60 feet. You have a speed of 60 feet of flight during this the duration of this, which is up to 10 minutes. So unless he loses concentration, you'll be able to fly for the next for the whole fight. The helmet's working! <laughs> oh, my gosh. Very nice. Okay, all right, do you do anything else? Oh, I'm up in his biz now. You're also low. You are. That, that was your action. You have something for a bonus action. Have we determined bonus action with my hand abilities? I will say, by the way, that you are 10 feet. You can be 10 feet away from it if you want, because you could be within five feet of them without being within five feet of him. I got you. I'm just asking because I do have the cure wounds stone in. Cure wounds is an action. Okay, so even with my spell, like my hand abilities, it would count as an action? Yes, it's just like a regular spell. But you can take a healing potion with a bonus action. Yeah. I was trying to save the potions. I'll probably just do a superior. Mm. All right, do it. So, Kjorg and Clarion, you begin to levitate. You know, you haven't moved to full flight or anything. Mm. It's not your turn, but you now have the power of flight. And now uh, Morky's going to go. Morky? Morky. Old Morky. <laughs> and he sees you two begin to levitate, and he says, Mmm, not nice. And he casts a spell. He kind of like twitches and like wiggles all over and the stuff shakes. Ah! And Mogert, you're being shaken in the air. (laughs) And uh, a black hole opens up on the ground in front of you two. Uh, Actually, I'm sorry, you three uh, in a 20-foot square. And these long black tentacles shoot up out of the ground and start grabbing for you. And I need all of you to make a dexterity saving throw. I hate you. Oh, I suck at these. Stop. <laughs> 22. Oh, it's a 7. Who got a 15, Claren? Yep. And Chris got a 7. Both of y'all fail, unfortunately. I got a 22. 22 succeeds, I see up here. <laughs> Kjorg with a 22 dexterity save. Oh yeah, boy. He's got a plus 3. You are restrained as these tentacles flop and grab you. Uh, as they do. You don't take damage right now, but you are grabbed by these things. And at the beginning of your turn, you will take damage. Uh, but these black tentacles grab you, and Claren, you're currently being held from flying away. You are wrapped up in these black tentacles, and you're restrained. Restrained means you can't move. Attack rolls have, have advantage against you. Your attacks have disadvantage, and you have disadvantage on dex saves. Uh, but you can use your action to make a strength or dexterity check against the spell save DC to try and free yourself on your turn. That's the end of his turn, unfortunately. Um, That's not good what has happened. He keeps shaking those black things because black tentacles come out and grab you. Kjorg, you're able to like step to the side to, to miss it. And then he says, And he blinks out of existence. And he appears 30 feet away from you. He missy steps. What a giant turd. I just missy stepped with this octopus, dude? Yeah, he's got a hold of you. Oh, my gosh. He's got a hold of you. And, I was like, um, God! Claren, it is your turn. Do you want to make a check to get free? Oh, first you need to take some damage. Uh, it's, it's 3d6s, so let me roll it. Ooh. 14. You take 14 damage Wow! Um, from the tentacles as they are squeezing you. 
it is bludgeoning damage. Like, actually, they're kind of like smacking you on the ground and squeezing you. So, take your 14 damage, and, and now, of course, that'll come right off the top of your your temp. So, it's, you see, you're only down to 71 instead of down a whole 14. Your special armor disappears. And now, what do you do? You try to break free, or you just yep. want to try to attack with disadvantage? I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to try to break free first. Okay. Roll me a dexterity check. Roll your dice, and I will tell you what to add to it. You can do it. A five. Okay. Well, you're adding your... Well, I'm going to call it uh, acrobatics. Thank, thank you. for you as a... A twelve. <laughs> What'd you roll? Five. Wow. That meets... Thank you. So oh, you succeed. Wow. You, you barely managed to get free. That's insane, boy. Okay. You managed to break free of, of the hold of this thing. I will tell you, if you end your turn in this area where these tentacles are, they will try to grab you. So uh, you no. need to get out while you can. I'm going to fly. Oh, yeah. You can fly. You uh, Now, he's 30 feet away from you over there, and he's kind of up off the ground a little bit. Yeah. He's, you know, he kind of went 30 feet in a diagonal. Yeah. So he's probably 15 feet off the ground. You want to fly over there and hit him? I'm going to go over there with my rope dart and do it. Okay, you're trying your rope dart this time. Because I probably can't get to him, can I? He's 30 feet away, and you can fly 60 feet. Uh, so, yes. So, yeah, you can get to him. So run up and hit him, but you'd have... the problem have... is, do I want to get close enough where he can grab me? That's up to you. You can use your rope dart, you can use your short bow, or you can try to run up and hit him twice well, with your swords. going to work. It's not a magical item. Does he Actually, get... you do not have an action. You only have a bonus action. Use your action to get free. With your bonus action, you can attack with your offhand. So if you want to attack, the only way you can attack is by running up and swiping with your left hand. Sweet. Okay, go up and make an attack with it. Don't touch me again. There's a natural twenty. Oh, boy. Are you serious? There it was. I love this. On with those, sneak attack. With metal dice. Wow. Let me check. I'm pretty sure it's with sneak attack. Yeah, she's, she's grappling. Once per turn. I was wondering. Uh, yeah, he's with her. She's grappled, but it says if she's she has to be incapacitated for it to not work. She's restrained. Oh, I'm but not sorry. I can't move. Huh. <laughs> uh, go ahead, roll it. 18 plus 11 is 29. Dang. Plus 20 is 49. Flipping <laughs> dead. 49 <laughs> times. Yeah. We fought that beast. Oh, boy. 49 okay. times. Your old man and me. And we'll fly up right up underneath yeah, and that... cut one of his tentacles off. Okay. I, I mean, I I'm can. cool with it. He's yes. got a bunch of them. One of them kind of swings towards you like maybe he's going to try and grab you. And you just lop it off with that sword. Holy poopers. I told you to quit touching me. In your mind, you hear like this shrieking sound. <laughs> he just cut off his tentacle. Oh and he says, not nice to me. You got problems, my friend? I don't make you a part of my collection. Oh, he's not asking anymore. Okay. <laughs> it says, Ancestral protectors, mm-hmm. while raging, the first creature you hit with an attack on your turn has disadvantage on any attack that isn't against you. Right. And when the target hits a creature other than you, that creature has resistance. Right. So if I hit him this time, will the people after me, it, if he hits them? Yeah. Okay. I just wondering. Because the first time, it, I didn't hit. You've not hit him yet. Okay. Yeah. So I'm still hanging in the air. It's mm-hmm. kind of fun up here. I'm not going to lie. You said I could roll to try to get out? Yeah, you can use your action to get loose. And you would make a strength. You'd make an athletics check. I'd use a whole action. Yeah, you'd use your action. I might as well, because I, I probably shouldn't hang up from here the whole time. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 13 plus 8. That's enough. You can break free. Yeah! Yes. We're breaking free! I cut the tentacle off she's in. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you get loose. 
You are now free. You fall 15-ish feet to the ground. It um, felt good. What do you do? Can I do any kind of attack with my bonus action? You have two weapon fighting. So theoretically, you could make an attack with an offhand, but you have to have light weapons. What do you have? My fist. I'll say you can grab a hand ox and throw it at him. Since it is a light weapon, I'll say you can do that. Quick draw. 19 plus 8. So it's 2 plus 7. So 9 damage. 9 damage. It has disadvantage against anybody but you on this next turn. Kjorg, it is your turn. What are you doing? Flying. I point my mace of smiting straight in the air. Not straight in the air, but in the air straight at the Morkoth. Oh my goodness gracious. Yeah. And I fly full speed ahead. (laughs) (laughs) And as I get close, I'm going straight for its eyeball. And I do a flip in the air and swing down. Did you just pull a Thor? As I... Okay. Did you just pull a Thor? Yes. Kind of. I pulled a (laughs) cure. All right, roll it. I love this. I love this so much. 25. Yeah. Yes. So, just think about using shield, but you know what? It wouldn't help. 12 damage. Hang on a second. I'm just making sure there's nothing you can do to stop this. <laughs> 12 damage. Uh, yeah, you hit him for 12 damage. Um, okay. Now what? Now I mm-hmm. swing again. Okay. Mm, that's a 17. 17? That meets. Meets. Eight damage. I want to see forearm cure flying through the air. Having taken that that hit, he is very upset. Not nice at all. I was hoping to add the four of you to my collection. But I suppose I can collect your corpses. And then he lets out this weird, like, cry. And uh, you guys... Uh, hear the sound of something coming up out of the water. And three large, green-skinned, humanoid, fish-looking dudes with weapons step out of the water uh, from all around you guys. Fishmen. They're they're, they're pretty far away from you. It's going to take them a turn to get to where you are. Uh, But you can hear them coming, and you're kind of up on a little hill. You guys are flying. So if you're flying, you can look and clearly see them. Everybody but Chris can see them. And that is where we're going to end this week's episode of Make Believe Heroes. Oh, no! Noise! Yep. Squid Beak is taking you guys to school. Cool. Can you name his it name that, please? His name is Morky. Squid Beak. His name is Morky. Morky. Morky the Squid Beak. <laughs> Morky squid the Squid, the squid Man. All right. Gonna uh, kill us today. Well, this has been fun. Things are yeah. looking pretty interesting. Who knows what's going to happen next? Now, there's more to deal with. More key. Tune in next time to find out what happens. Kjorg is going to fly this team to victory with his new helmet. Yes. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, tune in next week to see if they all live or die. We love you. Bye. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye. Kjorg. Hey, I'm Jeffrey, and I'll play Kjorg. Well, we should know. <laughs> well, we just kept going Kjord. through everybody. No. Okay. Ezra has no. to say it's Felicia. Hey. hey, I'm Felicia. I don't I talk play... like that. <laughs> I'm Felicia, and I play Merrick. I don't talk like that. And it is now holding you upside down in front of its big yellow eye. Hello there, General Kenobi. General Kenobi. <laughs> Hello there. Give me one second. Hello there. 
You fool. Uh, I've been trained in your Jedi arts. Poke it in the eye. Guys? By Count Dooku. Put her down, and I'm going to throw a third level chromatic orb at it. Oh, no. Okay. Chromatic floor. Roll it. Let's see it. <laughs> Say that again. Chromatic chlorb. Chromatic floor. Chromatic borb. Try to hit the chlomatic, area where I'm not. Chromatic brorb. Okay. Schematic gorb. The, the okay. Here we go. Schematic cork. Boobatic flube. Shami shoe. Okay, guys. You hear this weird like <laughs> <laughs> laughter in your ear? Oh no. Or in your mind, rather. Sorry. <laughs> That's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> He's been a smoker all his life. 